I call to order the Devil's Lettuce Film Society. This is a podcast that also serves as a series of commentary tracks where we invite you to get legally high with us and watch a movie with us. Uh, I'm your host, The Shaman. With me, as always, my co-host, El Pinchito. Holding a Nicholas, no, holding a pizza pillow and a Nicholas Cage pillow at this very moment. Very important. And it is a momentous occasion for the Devil's Lettuce Film Society because we are joined by a very special guest. Welcome to the program, Pineapple Night. Woo! Woo! <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yay! <laughs> Yay! And uh, Pineapple Night has also gone ahead and chosen our movie. And this time we are watching Pootie Tang from 2001. And now here's here's the the real the real controversial part. Written and directed by Louis C.K. No way. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. So. Before we even begin, I do have to ask, uh, why Pootie Tang, Pineapple Night? Why have you chosen this movie of all movies? Well, because it is indescribably absurd and hilarious. So I feel like it's kind of right up our alley for, for the Devil's Lettuce Film Society. Uh, this movie was our old party house, post-party hangover movie favorite, so I have seen it uh, probably an embarrassingly large number of times, and since I know a lot of the crew tonight has not seen this movie, what the hell, let's go for it. Yeah, this will be a first watch for me, and... Uh... I don't really know what to expect. I actually know very little about this movie. And, you know, obviously Louis C.K. writing and directing is one thing, but it has got a, a rogues gallery of talent, uh, including the likes of Jennifer Coolidge, Chris Rock, Wanda Sykes, J.B. Smoove, even like Dave Attell, Conan O'Brien is in this. What? Missy Elliott. Wow. I am, I am very intrigued to see what the heck this is. And, uh, you know, obviously, in light of, of Louis C.K.'s recent controversy, it's going to be weird going back over 20 years to the distant past to see of 2001. God, I feel old uh, to to see like this this strange artifact from way back then, from back before all of this. Yeah, all of this before before we knew that Louis C.K. was just like whipping his dick out willy-nilly. Yeah, before that, before the pandemic, before Donald Trump was president, like we are going way, way back. In fact, way uh, back now, in time. Now you've, now you've got me really intrigued because I'm going to check the release date on this. Yep. As I suspected, back before even 9-11, this was released in June of 2001. So we're really going back in time here, guys, to a perhaps more innocent era. Whew. Crazy to contemplate. But let's not dilly-dally any further, because I got to see what is in store for us with this movie. But first, we got to talk about what's in our pipes. And uh, El Pinchito and I, we're smoking the same thing, aren't we? <laughs> Yeah, and so, like, uh, you, I mean, I'm going to leave it to you to tell us about this real magical sh strain, shaman. 
well, I grew this stuff. Yeah, you did. We're we're both getting high on my own supply. Uh, top shelf. Um, yeah, top shelf. And we are going to be ha enjoying some Acapulco gold. And uh, here's the the propaganda from our old friends at Leafly. Now, this may seem at first a little less potent than we usually have. It only has 18% THC. Usually we're up in like the 20 plus percents. It's true. But here's what Leafly has to say about Acapulco Gold. A rare sativa marijuana strain. As one of the most well-known strains, Acapulco Gold has been likened to dinner at a five-star restaurant. Wow. This strain produces effects that are motivating and energizing. It comes from the area in and around Acapulco, Mexico, and uh, it has an aroma of burnt toffee, a reputation for being one of the best cannabis strains out there, and apparently it's becoming more difficult to find. I don't believe this. I found this stuff pretty easily, but I can certainly attest to the feelings. It says energetic, creative, and uplifted. I definitely get that. Negatives. Can you guess a few of them? Dry mouth, dry eyes, paranoia, anxiety, uh, dr did I say dry mouth? Yes, you did. And, uh, yeah, maybe a headache, but that's, a bit, it's almost the same stuff. And then the flavors you may get are coffee, honey, and like a woody flavor to it. I mean, the smell, the, the wood definitely comes through and kind of the coffee. I don't know about honey. Yeah, we'll have to sort of see. Maybe it comes out when you smoke it. Maybe it comes out in the flavor. But I mean, oh, and uh, I can even tell us the terpene. The terpenes! I've got the terpene for this one. It's... Limone. It's not limone. It's karyophylline, I think is how it's spelled. C-A-R-Y-O-P-H-Y-L-L-E-N-E. -E. Karyophylline or karyophylline. And uh, I mean... Uh, I can even tell you sort of what uh, what that means. Caryophylline is a spicy, peppery terpene. So you'll get sort of a spicy kind of a flavor to it. What do you think, Pinchy? Do we want to just dive on into this? And I uh, think we do. All right. So we are going to uh, spark up our stuff. I'm, I'm enjoying uh, mine through a vaporizer. And we're going to hit play on Pootie Tang. And so the way this works is uh, our copy is just right at the start. I'm going to count three, two, one, play. And then I'm going to hit play on our copy. And you listening at home, hit play on your copy when I say so. And we can all watch along together. So three, two, one, and play. It's happening. Ah, uh, yes. Paramount. Do they still make movies? They do. I feel like they're they're like going to be absorbed into uh, into some other company soon. Maybe they already have been, but they've got their own streaming service. They do? Yeah, Paramount Plus. What?
Biggie Shorty. <laughs> So, uh, Pineapple Night, I do have to ask, knowing very little about this, is this like a like Dolomite or Shaft? Is this like a black exploitation kind of kung fu pimp kind of movie? I yes, I believe it was meant to be a spoof on some of the or, or along the lines of the black exploitation movies, it. which we saw trailers of in our pre-show. Wow, remember style like that? Wasn't that long ago. My last job, there was a microsurgist called Simon Biddy. I just filled that blank in. Interesting. Sign your It was a code signing service. I never got it. <laughs> Boy, he's really dirty. That's why they call him Dirty D. But is Dirty D done dirt cheap? I don't know. Look at all that dirty money. Clean drugs. <laughs> this is striking a very interesting balance like it feels kind of low energy while also being high energy like he just very casually drove through those boxes he didn't crash through them <laughs> it's gonna be this kind of movie, huh? I 
Dirty D is drywall. The D stands for drywall. <laughs> oh my god, my dude, that that I felt the love and that strain and that Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was a pretty good crop this year. It's really good. Congratulations, man. And and like honestly, that is probably like the freshest weed I have ever had, probably. I mean, I don't know how long so weed is sticking around and when I buy it. Oh, another washing down dirty D. Now I'll just be regular D. <laughs> <laughs> now he's clean D. So he's like a superhero and a rapper? And a pimp, I guess? Kind of, yeah. He said he was also into pottery. It's a renaissance man. So, like, I get this. I'm on board with what this movie is presenting. But the question still lingers in my mind, like... Louis C.K. made this? Like, what? This, you know, controversy aside, this is nothing like his routine. This is, there's nothing about this so far that has said to me, like, this is a Louis C.K. joint, right? Yeah. I think that's very interesting. Did you know at the time that who Louis C.K. was and that he directed it, Pineapple Night? Yeah. Uh, at the time I saw this, yeah, yeah, we did. And this, again, this was definitely before all of the the recent things about him had come out. Right. But if memory serves, we aren't going to see Louis C.K. appear in this movie. No, and that's that's the thing is like that's what I was saying is if you just took Louis C.K.'s name off this, there is nothing about this so far that would indicate to me he was involved, let alone that he wrote and directed it. It's very sort of interesting like that. I'm going to be on the lookout to see if I can spot something that goes like, oh, there's a Louis C.K. thing. So I think I had done like a little bit of research on this way back when I think this actually was a originally like a, a comedy sketch on the Chris Rock show. This and they decided to make it into a movie, much like a yeah. lot of those SNL movies. That makes a lot of sense because I could very easily see like writing for a sketch comedy show. That does make sense for someone like Louis C.K. Chris Rock is, of course, involved in this as well. So that's where they would have met. I think that that sort of solves the mystery if that is the case. They just say a small town outside of Gary, Indiana, and then it was Chicago. <laughs> Have any of you guys been to Gary, Indiana? I keep hearing that you should never go there. I've driven by there a couple of times. It's on the way to Nevada from where we are. It's like right off the highway. I have spent an unreasonable amount of time in uh, a another off-the-beaten-path part of Indiana, and... Opinion checks out for the state. <laughs> yeah. 
What, you just don't no, want to no be there? No any of our listeners in Indiana. <laughs> yeah, all three of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, if they're, if they're in Gary, they probably don't even have the internet. So. <laughs> Been with us when we've driven by Gary at least once. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've <wasn't> driven by. <laughs> at least once, if not twice. <laughs> I like how just like neutral and deadpan Pootie Tang is as a character. Even when he was dodging those bullets, he just seemed very blank about it. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Third time. I, I can respect this. <laughs> yeah, I'm into it. <laughs> I, I got gotcha. you. So, uh, anybody here been to Chicago? I have for a short while. Did you see any gorillas? 
Uh, no, I did not. Disappointing. I did break down in Chicago once. I had someone tell us uh, it shouldn't be here after dark. Oh. That wasn't even Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Andy Richter. Wapata to the Bammies. Cammy Town's a bitty on the panty style. <laughs> Poured out all that malt liquor and gave them celery. <laughs> Early cute. <laughs> oh my. Chris Rock is just back in it. <laughs> it just is a different character. Yeah, he has a couple different characters throughout this. <laughs> Hooray! Again, like I, there's a certain charm to how little effort is put into c concealing this fact, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's one of the things that makes this so great. Yeah. <laughs> Look, there he is again. <laughs> Okay, here's, I think, my favorite character in this whole movie.
somebody just slapped Fruity Tang just slapped Chris Rock. <laughs> Chris Rock just got slapped in his own movie. And Wanda Sykes is in this movie and she was hosting the Oscars when Chris Rock got slapped. It's it's crazy how this all came back around. What the hell? Or forward around, I guess. I don't know. I guess, yeah. Cool. <laughs> nice pooty tang. Wow. Stifler's mom! <laughs> Man, this was this was before like CEOs and uh, people in politics w weren't cartoonishly evil. 
Like, I love how this is, like, cartoonish evil, but, like, this is very similar to, like, a lot of the headlines I read now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, like, the cartoonish evil of, like, like lawmakers and, and like, like, large CEOs. Like, Elon Musk. Like, cartoonish, like, it's silly. Like, it should be a movie. Yeah, satire is kind of dead now, isn't it? Kind of, kind of. But I do miss this kind of like in earnest, like, like hilarity. Well, it is very evocative of those black exploitation films like Dolomite, where it's always like, uh, you know, break in and movies like that, where they're going up against some developers who want to develop the, the neighborhood where they live or things like that. Don't worry, guys, your sound's not broken. He's <laughs> okay, but it gets better. This is Chris Rock's fourth character. <laughs> awesome. Modern day is that cartoonish that someone big enough celebrity could do it. Right. Yeah, modern day is that cartoonish someone big enough could do that. Yeah, don't show this to Kanye West. Mm. Oh my god, yeah, you're right. Then he'll actually make this album. Yep. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Guys, I fucking love this movie. <laughs> I need to watch this again so many times. I don't know what I expected this to be. And it's way better than all of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit, it's Missy Elliott. Yo, can we talk about for a minute how Missy Elliott is one of the best like modern surrealist artists that exists that is never spoken about? 
Mm-hmm. Like, one of the best surrealist artists. Like, I go back and watch Missy Elliott, like, music videos once a year yes. at least. Because every time I go back and watch them, there is something new I am noticing. And, like, the shapes and, like, the characters and the environment. Like, dudes. Dudes. Missy Elliott's a fucking genius. And she should have, like, like exhibitions in museums. She should. She should! I'm honestly surprised that, that there aren't, like, big exhibits like that. Really, though? Like, really, though? Like, it's a shame, right? Because, like, Missy Elliott is a way under-celebrated artist for this time. She will be celebrated later on, the way we celebrate Dolly, or, like... Yeah. Yudarowski. Way later, way after the fact. Shaman, I'm legitimately shocked you've never seen this. Just never had the occasion, really. Until Pineapple Night suggested it. Like, I didn't know I even knew anybody who had seen it. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. <laughs> Man, the child actor of that was doing the Pootie Tang character did such a good job. <laughs> they both <Yeah>. really <laughs> channeled something. <laughs> <laughs> Click. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I love her dance.
<laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> it's like the entire cast is all pretty, pretty well successful comedians. So like. We're about to get some good laughs in. <laughs> oh man, that looks like Van from Atlanta. I wonder who it is.
The face of the facial expression she makes. Wow, this is a. This is the first time we've seen him lose it. <laughs> so the the guy's not dead. I guess not. He sh he shook him back to life. <laughs> he shook him back to life. He was dead, but then he got better. <laughs>
No, Pootie, no! <laughs> Like an early instance of Karen me. Uh-oh. You know, at first I thought it was a, a heart with a marijuana leaf behind it on his belt buckle, but I don't think that is a marijuana leaf. No. The infamous giant corporation. <laughs> you know the one. They might as well have said the bad guys. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. And that's what you've been watching the movie. <laughs> 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 Haven't you been watching the movie? This thing is all.
Okay, yeah. <laughs> this is a great movie. Good choice. <laughs> Oh, Pootie. Poor Pootie. Like, am I wrong for thinking you could show this to kids? <laughs> Depends on the kid. But Pinchy, I encourage you to show it unsolicited to just any children you can find. Watch it with... My nephew? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. I endorse this. Find a child. Like, what? <laughs> Is any child? Or, Just any child. Or perhaps your brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Savage. It's Technically, they don't really show anything that's inappropriate. Like, and like the, like, okay, so what I'm noticing about this is it's like no one's being made fun of except the giant corporations, but like, e even in a way that is like, <laughs> that is like the way that like a children's story is written, right? Like, you're not, yeah. you know what yeah, I mean? Complete, complete with like the made up language, too. Yeah. It's a foodie tag on a foodie stack. Right, exactly. It's adorable. <laughs> it's full of garbly goop phrases like that. Which I don't think is making fun of anyone. It's just showcasing no. that, like, you code switch with people you are familiar with. <laughs> well, and I think, like you said, like, it's not mocking anybody. I think it's just, it's funny because it's nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> And it, but like silly nonsense that <laughs> exactly like this isn't it, it, silly wholesome we're nonsense. Not doing any insults. We're just going do ba da ba stee ba da. Who you know? <laughs> like even even this guy who is also a villain. Like. <laughs> Like he's literally dirty. <laughs> like he didn't smuggle him in drugs or weapons, he smuggles him in a piece of dirt. <laughs> Like, is is this is this showcasing a world without addiction and trauma? Like, it's adorable, you know. <laughs> I mean, it does it does kind of have like message for the kids. Like, 
when you mess around with hoes and do drugs, bad things happen and your world gets destroyed. Never, never let a woman come between you and your belt? <laughs> yeah, you and your belt. I mean, another thing I love about this movie is that when it starts to feel like it's slowing down, it doesn't. Well, and I admit, I don't really know where this is going. <laughs> and I, I bet there's no way I could guess. I mean, you can try. Well, Pudi is going to save the day by exposing Lecter Corp, I guess. I guess that's going to happen. Chris Rock will play at least one more character.
So looking into this further, it does look like this whole movie was just born of the Chris Rock show. Yeah, this this main guy who plays Pootie, Lance Crowther, uh, he was a writer and actor on the Chris Rock show, but he has been in basically like he hasn't acted much besides this at all. So it just seems like this is Chris Rock getting all the crew from the Chris Rock show together. Wanda Sykes was also on the Chris Rock show. And they just made a movie together. Is that David Cross? Yeah. It is David Cross. Oh my god. <laughs> what is happening? I I don't know. <laughs> no matter how many times I've seen this, I still don't know. It's like it's like instead of actually showing the thing they yeah. show a weird metaphor for it. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to sign a pity on the runny kind. <laughs>
Yeah, man, we could use Pootie Tang around here now. <laughs> but why? What's that? Favorite grocery store when I was a kid. Oh, that's a real store. It's a real store. Oh wow, <laughs> it is a real store. Piggly Wiggly. I can't wait to watch this movie over and over again. Whenever I'm sad, like I can see, <laughs> yeah. I can see why this was like a hangover classic. Like it's, it just, it's a really nice yeah. feel good movie. And there's not lots of those around, I'll tell you that. And if you know any more, please point them in my direction. So this movie really confused the hell out of Roger Ebert. I looked, <laughs> I looked up his review of this. He says, you watch in puzzlement. How did this happen? How was this movie assembled out of such ill-fitting pieces? Who thought it was finished? Was it finished? <laughs> what? <laughs> <That's a> great <laughs> review. <laughs> Characters appear and disappear without pattern. Pootie has funny scenes when he dodges bullets, and other scenes like when a woman eats a pie off his face, but they seem to be left in the movie by accident and don't connect to anything else.
the thing is like i my opinion of this movie is is sort of coming into into focus as i watch it and i, I kind of feel like it's one of those movies that's I mean, maybe greater than the sum of its parts isn't the the right phrase for it. But like in this review by Roger Ebert, he describes things that happened in the movie. And I kind of like just the one sentence even more than I like it in the movie. Uh, for example, uh, Pootie Tang's secret weapon is his daddy's belt, which he uses against criminals. His daddy, Chris Rock, gave it to him on his deathbed after being mauled by a gorilla at the steel mill. When the belt is stolen by an evil woman named Irene, he loses his powers, but is helped by a good woman named Biggie Shorty. <laughs> wow. That's poetry. That's what that it is. It is. Uh, this review does confirm, though, that Pootie Tang is a character from the Chris Rock show. And yeah, as Pineapple Knight said, this all originated as a sketch on the Chris Rock show. I like your assessment, though, of like metaphor for the thing, because like yeah. so. So, for example, like the gorilla, I would say that was a metaphor for like unfortunate accidents happen, but you can make yeah. them silly because we're danger you know, in the workplace. Sure. Yeah. Danger in the workplace. Like something bad happened. And it's like, I don't know. We don't want to like because reality is often quite sad, but like we can we can, <laughs> you know, dress tragedy up as just like things that happen in life you know like they're they just happen and they're 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 so uh random and unexpected then why not just a gorilla <laughs> and mauling you well, like well and and this is really a case of the more i look into this the more uh <laughs> <laughs> here's another good metaphor for you guys in this scene too uh, <laughs> this is pg-13 i didn't realize it was pg-13 so all of that symbolism like, that's just a way that they can get around any restrictions. You can't actually have a sex scene in a PG-13 movie, but you can have a pie-smearing scene. And what's the difference in the end? Fair enough, you right? Can also, you can also have a scene where a lady rams her shopping cart and throws a bunch of chips at him. And exactly. <laughs> but she all know what it means. I'm amazed that they bothered aiming for PG-13 with this, though. Why? Why? In a way, I almost kind of feel like it makes it better. Yeah. No, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying that this kind of movie would usually just go for an R and go vulgar, right? Yeah, but there's something refreshing that it's not vulgar at all. Like, this is what I mean. Like, I would show this to a child because it's not vulgar. It's it's storytelling. <laughs> like we, we need we need an update when this happens. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, I'll show it to my brothers. 
<laughs> Are you kidding me? Okay, but my brothers would love this because like it's it's really wholesome humor. Like I also like really wholesome humor. We grew up together. Like you know, like they they the the funny thing is is like they could probably learn something from it as well. <laughs> But also, I do think they would genuinely like it. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, well, ah, there he goes. And that's how Trucky got married. Bad time burgers. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Yep. <sighs> and it's David Cross. It's David Cross. Damn it, David Cross. Pootie's Bedtime Burgers. <laughs> Look at him run! He just ran away. He booked it, but... Oh, man. <laughs> oh, so many pooties. There are so many. <laughs> All right. Who is under those pooty costumes? This must have been a fun scene. I wonder though if if like to go even further like uh, the, like a metaphor for violence but like yeah I mean they they definitely I 
don't know that they really used any metaphors for violence here, but they definitely kept it very clean. Like at most punches. Yeah, exactly. He's not like shooting people. He's just yeah, and even like there's very little gun violence too. And when it you know there was, it like bounced off his belt. There's no blood. You don't really see anybody get hit either. Yeah. Like with with the belt, it's just like a. Yeah, it's it's more. It looks more like a tap. It's like cartoon violence. Oh snap! <laughs> nice, nice. Like the the only other thing I would I would have like changed to was. It was cute when all the pooties came out as, like, pootie characters, but, like, David Cross and Blackface probably didn't yeah. happen. <laughs> was the murder 1600 the musical what the fuck <laughs> Cobbler. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. I totally <laughs> forgot he was a singer. You know, you know, Pinchy, you uh, evoked the name of Alejandro Hodorowski earlier. And I, I actually think that 
there's some comparison to be made between this and a movie like The Holy Mountain. Okay. Like like how the movie just like falls apart into chaos by the end. And things like using a metaphor instead of showing it. That holy shit, that Kristen Bell. <laughs> oh my god. This is just like a, a wild kind of a time capsule of a film. Like this is a movie inspired by a sketch on a long defunct sketch show. And I mean, we've been pointing it out as we go on, but like just the idea of even having Chris Rock in a movie with Wanda Sykes and he gets slapped, you know, somehow that even has reverberations. Yeah. To reverberations. Yes. Pop culture landscape. Like it's, it's really, it's a real curiosity piece. This one. What a, what a, frankly, a perfect pick for the devil's last. Film oh society. my God. Yeah. Is it ever? Like, this is absolutely the kind of bizarro stuff that, that we live for. Oh, hell yeah. Wow. Pineapple <laughs> night. Who knew that we were the ones getting the gift for your birthday? <laughs> I did. I, I did really like the, uh, the cowboy showdown with them Great. getting closer and closer than just sort of like <laughs> passing through each other and winding up back to back. It's great. Like th there's, there's so many simple and amazing things like that. Biggie shorty. But I mean, like, Roger Ebert's review kind of makes sense in that whole question of, like, is it finished? Well, and there's a weird thing on, like, the on Ebert's review on his website. Because normally, of course, Siskel and Ebert would do thumbs up or thumbs down. But on his website, the reviews, it, you know, it's got the whole review and then it gives it half a star out of four. But a thumbs up? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's almost like even Roger Ebert just doesn't know, is just like baffled by what he's seen. Half a star. Thumbs up? Like, has he ever spoken to a child? <laughs> <laughs> Like, cause like, there's a lot of it is just like, like, reminds me of like child humor, like, like in an innocent, like innocence is the is what the word I'm looking for, innocence. Sure, but it's I guess uh, 
part of that bafflement might come from sort of like what audience are they aiming for? I guess I guess like t- teenagers maybe. That's why they were going for a PG thirteen instead of an R. I feel spoken to. <laughs> Like, like they're just like characters. It's like characters making decisions. I really like the the reverse sort of sheathing of his belt when he's done. That's great. And it does so. And like it was interesting because like it didn't fetishize anything. Yeah, for all that this was like uh, ostensibly a black exploitation movie or or lampooning black exploitation movies, this isn't about like pimps and hoes. It's barely about the only scene about drugs is right at the beginning, and Pootie Tang crashes the scene and just like disrupts the whole thing. And then drugs are, I can't even think of, they even mentioned again through the whole movie. I don't think so. They mentioned that he was drugged to sign the contract, but that right. was it. And yeah, like no real gun violence. No, and and so like I really love that they make the distinction in there, like that one bit with Wanda Sykes being like, "What? Because I'm dressed nice and I'm dancing and I'm on a street corner, you think I'm trying to sell myself?" Ne- next to some hoes. <laughs> it's not just that. It's that she's dressed like that on a street corner dancing next to some hoes, but you think I'm hooking? <laughs> Well, but like, let's look at the commentary there, right? Where in a world where sex work is just work, you know what I mean? And you're standing next to workers. It's like, what, because I'm standing next to a construction site? You think I'm a construction worker? Like, you know, like... You were wearing a yellow vest and a hat. It's like kind of a fun little commentary on the whole like, oh, well, look how she's dressed as well. If wearing a- I had no idea Pui Tang was such a deep film. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I think that sums it up. Oh man, this was so good. I really liked I really like this. I'm gonna have to watch it's it again. It's still going. This is gonna be one of the, the rare devil's last movies where we actually have to watch the entire credits. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it does kinda go on forever. I do really like the gag that Pootie Tang's hit single is just silence. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. And and having that whole gag go through where people are going crazy for it and everybody's saying his new song. Right? And then the the perfect punchline at the end is the dad coming in and going, turn that down. <laughs> so good. So good. Okay, so so very similar though to what was the what was the Bollywood film we watched recently? Uh, we've watched a few of them. Bahubali, no, the really it? high budget one. R R R. I guess. No, it wasn't R. Oh no, it was, was Bahubali then. Yeah, yeah it was. Bahubali. Yes, yes. Where like the message was like you're supposed to have compassion. Like that is what we want to strive for. And yeah. like it was a very it had a very innocent like approach to it where it's like you're trying to talk about like people making mistakes and like how you're how you how you're supposed to love them at the same time 
Like it's, it's, you don't see much art, movies or storytelling, like other than like something like Ted Lasso, which has also come out recently, which is like, here's how you have a silly time, but are still like a human person that makes mistakes and we can like show that and whatever. And we can talk about it and show what happens. But anyway, this was fabulous. Holy shit. What a treat. Yay! I like these. Uh, some, of these <laughs> some of these songs are great. Tippy tie on my Capitan. Yeah, man. Shine your pity on the runny kind. <laughs> Shine your pity on the runny kind. The, the, there, was, there was a track on the soundtrack by Shaquille O'Neal. I saw yeah, that. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> wow. Well, all right then. So. <laughs> so fancy. I. Hey, hey, what did what you, did think, you of think of that Acapulco, Acapulco goal? Oh my God! Wow, what a treat! Like, like I when I when I started, I said it was top shelf because like it's like you know my friend made it. It is the top yeah. shelf weed I have. Made it is with the, love. the nicest of noise. And like, man, did that love ever come through? And it was so nice watching a film like this yeah. with that. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God! To watch with friends. friends. Was, For the uh, pineapple night birthday. And pineapple night's birthday. birthday. Oh, oh. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> Pull me down on the panties die. God, so much nonsense. Well, I think that says it all then. Pull me down on the panties die. So, thanks everybody for tuning in to the Devil's Lettuce Film Society. And as always, Use responsible. <laughs> okay, bye. Sarate.